This is Ozarks at Large. After the United States reacted in early 2020 to prevent the spread of COVID-19, Hema Zamaro, a professor at the University of Arkansas, saw an opportunity to research how the pandemic was having an impact on the lives of women compared to men. Her pandemic research and more is now helping to inform federal and state policy. Ozarks at Large's Jacqueline Froelich reports. Hema Zamaro is a professor and 21st Century Endowed Chair in Teacher Quality in the Department of Education Reform at the University of Arkansas. She teaches economic methods for education policy. She's also an adjunct senior economist at University of Southern California's Center for Economic and Social Research, which early last year, as the pandemic triggered lockdowns and remote learning, surveyed in both English and Spanish 6,800 respondents every two weeks to measure their life experience. With USC colleagues Francisco Perez Arce and Maria Prados, she co-authored a research brief titled Gender Differences in the Impact of COVID-19. And we wanted to see how the pandemic was affecting differently men and women. Um, back in April, May 2020, was one out of three working moms. They, they were the only one in the household that were taking care of the kids, uh, providing educational support when schools were closed. And that compared with one out of 10 dads. Then we followed them over time and we saw that in the fall, things didn't get better. If anything, moms were even taking more responsibility in the fall. It was about 45% of working moms said they were the only ones providing childcare and help with the schoolwork, and the proportion of that remained the same. With only one out of 10 men reporting helping with childcare and schoolwork. So um, for those who were the only one providing childcare for their kids, we saw an increased probability of declaring that they have to reduce working hours or uh, more transitions out of employment. Um, and finally, we also look at the, how they were coping in terms of mental health. And we saw that also moms suffer, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, they suffer the highest levels of psychological distress during the crisis. Zamaro says psychological distress continued for women respondents with children compared to men as well as childless couples as they tracked respondents over time. The research is designed to inform policymakers at the federal, state, and local level, which is bearing fruit. The U.S. Department of Treasury cited the research in a ruling implementing the Coronavirus State Fiscal Recovery Fund and the Coronavirus Local Fiscal Recovery Fund established under the American Rescue Plan Act. And a Hawaiian county cited the findings in a resolution urging equity, inclusion, and social and economic justice principles in COVID-related recovery initiatives. I'm happy to see this. I think for what I have seen in the media and what I see coming out, I think there is a better fo- there is a higher focus and a better understanding of the challenges that the working mothers, especially mothers of color uh, and mothers from lower economic background, have been dealing with during this crisis. So I'm hopeful that some changes, uh, it seems that it's making some impact. Further into the pandemic, Zamaro and colleagues surveyed 1,000 teachers to measure preferences about remaining in classrooms, building on previous research. In March 2021, we, we 
we collected data through the through the RAN Corporation. They have a nationally representative sample of teachers, and uh, we con we managed to recruit uh, for our study uh, above 1,000 teachers that took our survey, and we were able to compare the results for these teachers with uh, some questions of the survey of teachers that we have collected back in March 2020. So we have the two points, pre-COVID and after COVID. And what we find is that during the pandemic, teachers have become less certain that they will work a full career in the classroom. Zamaro says a high proportion of teachers have considered leaving their vocation, especially those approaching retirement, due to the pandemic. The Brookings Institution, a nonprofit public policy organization based in Washington, D.C., featured the findings by Zamaro and her co-authors on their website. The team was also invited by Brookings to author an article on the subject. But now the situation is changing again this school year due to the Delta variant and children under 12 remaining unvaccinated for now. Maybe there will be more interruptions um, in the classroom, having to teach the kids that are quarantined and teach that, to teach the kids that are in the classroom. So it's still an open question how this is going to affect teachers. Presently, Zamaro and colleagues are also looking at racial disparities in education during the pandemic. So what we saw early in the pandemic is that African-American uh, and Hispanic kids were attending much more in remote than uh, white kids. So we did a study to try to understand why these differences. Is it because maybe they live in areas where schools were not open for in-person more? Or is it because they have health concerns or uh, political views? What is affecting this? And we found that it's a combination of all these factors. Zamaro hopes this new research will help policymakers make better decisions for those being unequally affected by the coronavirus crisis. The pandemic has had this effect of basically showing us all these inequalities that we already had in society. I don't think, um, you know, like gender differences were already there before. I think these racial differences to access to quality education, they were there. And now the pandemic has shown that very clear in our eyes. So I hope it's a moment to open the eyes and start thinking about all these issues that are there in society and make progress to see what, what are approaches so we could fix them. In a U of A press release about Zamaro's scholarship being nationally cited, she said the pandemic posed great difficulties for her as well, but conducting her research helped her to better cope. For Ozarks at Large, I'm Jacqueline Froelich.